They can take our bones and bury them deep under the river, but we'll still be together and we cannot be defeated. They can take our trombones and pack them down there with us, but no matter how long it takes us, we will not be defeated. When we dance, we dance together under the moon and under the weather, we will lock our eyes forever in the night. Are you ready? Why don't you do the intro? Are you ready, George? Welcome to the Who Goes There podcast, episode 70. 70! Oh, you got it out. We made it. Yeah, we did. Well, we made were, it. were we aiming for 70? Because that would insinuate we were aiming well, for 70. Well, what I want to say uh, to uh, one person in particular, Mr. Christian Sella, you can get fucked. We made it to 70, <laughs> you fuck. 70, Christian! Who's, who is this again? We'll get to it okay. momentarily. <laughs> can we, can we, we've talked a lot about making shirts with like sayings that we say all the time. We should really just make one that says, oh, we'll get to it. Oh, <laughs> we'll get to it. Yeah. We do that a lot, don't we? I'll feed yeah. you, baby bird. Yeah, so we'll, I'll let you know who Christian Stella is and I'll let you know what the connection is. Okay. Sooner than later. All right. But yeah, episode Damn 70. naysayers. Cheers. The, uh, cheers to that. So this is officially, Chris has been on... Half of our episodes now is that the, yeah, holy is that shit. the deal? Yep, this is wow. the, this is the halfway point. Um, it was going to be seventy two, but since we squeaked out that little uh, frights and pints half episode, it's seventy again. So. Nice. nice that, was, that, uh, that ended up being serendipitous. Yeah, and it's kind of like a rebirth of sorts, like a binding of Isaac rebirth of sorts, because <laughs> uh, we have uh, this is kind of our, our official kickoff with Dread Central. This is Chris's halfway uh, episode point. And we have a new theme song. We do have a new theme song, and you'll be hearing it soon. I'm not sure how soon. Maybe you've already heard it. Maybe you will hear it. And Either maybe way, you won't hear it for an hour. You'll hear it in this episode. <laughs> maybe. Yeah. No, maybe, kidding. depending on my mood. We had, we I, had to I'm wait. pretty stoked on it, too. I like it. I love it. We had to wait to get a usable version of it. So uh, that is now, true. now you can wait. That was just that was my fault, mostly. I, I was being a little bit anal. Pushing up his glasses. Uh, um, uh, no, actually, the sound quality, quality. Uh, is not up to par. Could you fix that for we me? We have a new mixer. We are a broadcast quality, guys. We need some... Uh, <laughs> We need some quality from you, too. Oh, uh, shit. <laughs> no, yeah. He's just making up for the fact that he doesn't have a yearbook to edit anymore. No, I wasn't on the yearbook. Uh, it surprises oh, yeah, it kind reason. of surprises me, too. I was, I was in drumline. You were a band, right? I, I, was, I, was in, I was in drumline. He was, so. he was playing... Pretty dr- nerdy, still. Drumline in his fucking Junko jeans. Yeah. He did. Yeah, I was he wearing... Junko I was jeans. Junko jean in it. Is that where you... <laughs> That, I was going to say, is that where you hid the big tom in your pants? No, I, I, I played bass drum. That's why he was at a tweaker day at Disney. I mean, a raver day, day. Rave, rave, raver day at Disneyland. Yeah. Ringer day? Ringer yeah. Day. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, as Matt mentioned. <laughs> Just the, like, the way you sat back and unzipped you, you're like, so. It's oh, fucking hot. Uh, All right, yeah. uh, Matt mentioned a rebirth of sorts, and we forced Chris <laughs> to watch the battery. Yeah. So we'll be talking about that. We as did. Well. It seemed only fitting, you know. It was the first movie we did. It was it's kind of what kicked off the show. So if Chris is now going to be on the majority of shows, he should have to to start where we started. Exactly. But the funny thing is, is we had a deal where I was going to watch, which the I managed to renege on. <laughs> yeah, Matt. Matt got Matt. Matt got neepy by the time hey, Die Hard was going to come on. I didn't get sleepy. Yes, my all, all my wife got sleepy. Yeah. And she went to the sleep on the couch. And I said, you guys can crash here. Matt and I are going to stay up and watch Die Hard. What's that voice that you were doing just that's, now? That's my horrible... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Oh, dude, I've had a fucking week, man. Like, first, my back was fucked. And the last couple days, I felt like I'm kind of getting sick. I've had, like, 75 pounds of shit in my lower intestine today. I've taken, like, six shits. I've been drinking Dang. all week. Like, it's uh, it's been an interesting week. Definitely interesting. Cool. I'm gonna I'm gonna start nose breathing through the whole episode. Why are you gonna start nose breathing? Well, it's a good thing we have a windscreen in front of your face, so it doesn't really pick up. No, no, nothing. <laughs> I'll just have to do it louder. I 
Sorry. You, you getting a phone call over that's, there, Chris? No. That's, that's what's in style right now? That's where you want to be when Jesus comes back? Is playing on your phone on the Who Goes There podcast? I, I had actually, I had brought up a YouTube clip of the tiniest violins playing the saddest, saddest song, but unfortunately there was an Adam Sandler but it only plays, in front of it. But it only plays the song for you, Chris. Guys, I barely just this past Thursday finally got over the, 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 the if you will, hangover of Frights and Pints. Oh, yeah. Oh, not me, Fuck man. me, Word. man. I, I still have work to do on that shit, and it, I'm still drinking. Mostly heavily? Yeah. No, dude, no. It's been, yeah, it's been pretty gnarly. I hung out with, with my buddy Caps on Monday, and I drank all day. And then Tuesday, I hung out with Caps and drank most of the day. Wednesday, uh, I don't know what I did Wednesday. Probably drank. Thursday, I drank a bunch of white Russians with the wife. Friday, I drank a bunch of white Russians and uh, no cranberry vodkas with Chris. Last night, I d- drank a bunch of white Russians and now I'm drinking beer and I'm gonna drink white Russians for Game of Thrones. I might cool. be an alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> Just that silence was. Uh, Is it before noon? It's not. Jo- George okay, and I wondering whether we should get our, our <laughs> letters we've written to you out and start yeah. talking about it. Uh, <laughs> Matt, I've known you for a long time. This isn't an intervention. This is a cheerovention. Cheer, cheerocracy. Mm-hmm. Mm. Boy, cut that out. Uh, nope, nope. That is not episode seventy quality. All of it gets stayed in there. Stayed in there. Yeah. You know what didn't get stayed in there? <laughs> Jessica Lange, Lang, Lange, 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 Lange. It's Langay. Yeah, there you go. Jessica Langay uh, didn't get stayed in American Horror Story. She is officially done, Dunzo and gone, Gonzo. Did she remove herself? Uh, yeah, she basically said she had four years in it, four seasons, and she was a marvelous character. But uh, sometimes it's just got to end. So she'll go back into obscurity shortly. Wow. Because nobody knew who she was before, and nobody knew who she was after. That's not true. That's you know what 100% I did? Not true. You know what I, I learned recently, though. Uh, apparently, uh, Jack Nicholson wanted her to be—I uh, don't remember her name—but play Shelley Duvall's character in The Shining. He'd even suggested it to Stanley Kubrick, and he's like, "Nope," because I'm fucking Stanley Kubrick, and I want olive oil in my movie. Yeah, he, he wanted to go for the, the buggiest eyeballs he could, possibly could. I don't know, man. Shelley Duvall's kind of... She's a little bit of a looker in a weird sort of... I'm sorry, what? What? Which part did you not understand? The whole thing. <laughs> I, there's something about Shelley Duvall where she's got this kind of like... Uh, uh, frog aesthetic? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what it is. It's like if a frog could be sexy, that'd be Shelley Duvall. <laughs> she's got one of those long-ass tongues that's just like really sticky and just... Uh, What's that? What's that mouthful expression? George is texting. You see that? Uh-huh. He gives you shit for being on your phone. Sorry, I had to text. At least, wife. My, at least mine had something to do with the show. Mine doesn't. Mine has to do with my wife. But my wife. My, my wife. Uh, yeah. Um. I don't. I don't know. Whatever. I could give a shit less about Jessica Lange. You know. And at this point, I could really give a shit. Le- <clears throat> Excuse me. There's all, there's all that cum in the back of my throat again. Um. At this point, I could really give a shit less about American Horror Story. Agreed. One hundred percent. Like I was. I was on board for Freak Show. And then it well took, once they killed Twisty took a shit. I'm out. Oh yeah, uh, halfway through the fucking season. Yeah. I was on the board best part for, of it. Uh, I was well, on board for for Hotel, but somehow two episodes felt like twelve episodes. And then uh, I didn't even finish that. I did like in Freak Show too. I like the Flipper Boy giving all the housewives the business. <laughs> oh, yeah. Just a couple of Flipper babies. That movie is. Bad. I really took the uh, the penguin from Batman Returns, where he says, "I'm gonna show her my French flipper trick." <laughs> and it took that to the oh, somebody degree. got shown. The fucking French Danny DeVito thing. is the best penguin. Danny DeVito is just the best. Yeah, and he looks like a fucking fat penguin. Yeah, that's, <laughs> in real life he looks. He like sort a of penguin. is a fat penguin. Yeah, so there's there, that's good. I mean, yeah, that the the last the last half of the last season of of American Horror Story was I just bad. could not. I couldn't care. Like, and honestly, I don't know what they're going to do about this next one, but Lady Gaga's back. And I'll, I'll, I'll give credit where credit is due. She was really entertaining in this most recent season. Now, do you say that from a standpoint of, like, she's better than what you thought it was going to be, or just she was good? She was definitely better than I thought she was going to be, even being good. I thought like, she was really good. Yeah. Had had I not known it was Lady Gaga, if she was just some, some random actress, I would have been like, man, she's she's pretty good. But I have for s- being Lady Gaga, I think I gave her a lot more credit than And she's quite good looking. She is. Yeah. She is. Well Look and also I, I had no real preconceived notions of her because I, I think I've probably maybe heard maybe one Lady Gaga song. Oh maybe. Ma, how, have you, how have you only heard one? Because I could think of at least 
four off unless, the top of unless my head it's that one of the I've heard like without wanting to. Okay, well, uh, no, it could also be because uh, I just like I said, I I think I told you I just realized because I was saying I haven't heard a Justin Bieber song until I realized until that, I that got you to listen to it. No, <laughs> you didn't get me to listen to shit. I heard didn't it on I the radio. It, isn't that how it happened? Didn't I say this new Justin Bieber song is the jam? And didn't both of you go? Listen I didn't to listen it? to it. I, thought, I didn't. I'm listen pretty to sure it. you both. Did. I said I did not listen to it. You did. You did, as a matter of fact, because you're like, you know, I went to give that a listen just because I respect your opinion. Oh, that, no, that no, no, no. That true. was another that song. That true anymore. But that, that was, was just, that other song. It wasn't has, I'm Sorry. No, it was Chris, Love has Yourself. Chris, has yeah. Chris actually ever uttered the words, I respect your opinion? He has. A yeah. few times. Yeah. Oh, okay. I respect it's his opinion you, a lot of things. It's usually followed by, but not anymore. But fuck you. <laughs> I was, I was going to say, I actually used to respect your opinion about music a lot. And then something happened and you were like, oh, Taylor Swift and Justin Bieber. Remember, remember, remember. No, I always listen to the same shit. Always. Yeah. No, no. Dude, when we were playing in a fucking hardcore band together, I was still listening to Michelle Branch. Not ashamed. I don't even know who that is. Dude, you should. It's America's Sweetheart number two. Is, she is fine. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I could plan her and grow a whole field of her. Did you guys hear about the possible Green Inferno sequel? You didn't hear me talking about like 75 pounds of shit in my lower intestine <laughs> earlier? <laughs> yeah, Eli Roth is still I'm just, for I'm it, digesting man. the script from Green Inferno 2. I, I, why? Why? Like, why? Because he is out of touch. Did Green Inferno uh, make any money? I, I'm i assuming it got made on a shoestring budget, so it probably made its money back. But, like, it seems like everything he's he's tied to lately has just been garbage, with the exception of Clown. But that's really... He produced it. But did he... Knock, knock. Did he produce or did he direct? I think he actually directed that one, right? Whatever it was. Oh, no. Garbage. This movie did not make money. Uh... Production budget was five million. It made seven point one. Okay, so it technically made money. Technically, it's it's <laughs> in the, the point one. How much was it? Seven point one. It took seven million to make. No, it took like five, five to make. Oh, so it made like made two point one overall. Well, then he'll he'll get another movie. Yeah, because I don't mean, know. Is that enough return on investment to? to well, but he, made, made, he made back the entire investment, and then he made fifty percent of the. Well, so he made one hundred and fifty percent of his initial. Investment. Well, here's the thing though, too, because it is ish. Is it that okay? It it took seven or sorry five million to make. What did they spend on promotion? What did they spend on? Well, see, there was there's a lot of the factors you have to take a look at it because even just because it it only cost five million to make, it could it could have cost like seven million to promote. Right, and I don't know if I talked about it on the show, but Alia had found this article a while back about Eli Roth talking about the promotion he was doing for Green Inferno, where he realized that getting ads on buses and on bus benches and and billboards was really just reaching a a dead audience you know it was a bunch of people who didn't give a shit about the movie so he started taking it all online and (laughs) And he's like why do i want that before people see the movie because that's how they're going to feel after they see it once word of mouth gets out so (laughs) people know what this movie is really all about he used all of those uh invasive advertising techniques that they do now where Started looking up people who like you know horror movies. And I feel like you're about ready to cough up a Green Inferno oh, ad. Dude, you should. You should <laughs> talking about invasion. You should have heard it this morning, man. It's it's fucking bad. And I'm one of those guys that when I get sick, I fucking sweat a lot, especially like it in. You sweat you know, a lot normally. Yeah, that's why they call me Big Wool because I'm a heavy sweater. Uh, <laughs> so like the, I'm not giving you anything no, for that. You want it? You sweat, no, yeah. I'm gonna give myself one of these. Bam. Um, but uh, yeah, man, I'm, my. It's disgusting it's like a fucking swamp in my bedroom right now oh god yeah. jesus christ yeah i'm married who do i got to impress well your wife sometimes <laughs> yeah, i was just gonna say <laughs> she's laying in a pool of my own sick right next to me that's love right there <laughs> or tolerance baby does this thing in my butthole look like a hemorrhoid come lay in my sweat boom there's an interesting peek into the smith household <laughs> yeah dude Sounds like there's a bit of Stockholm syndrome going on over there. So if any if any of you girls out there are about ready to flick your bean to Matt Smith, that's what yeah, is that a thing that happens? This is what you get. Oof, it's cool. I get I get plenty. Good God, you get plenty. I get plenty. <laughs> Anyways, uh, uh, <laughs> oh man, I have um, no news. Yeah, there is none, uh, really. Danny Elfman turned sixty three. Whoopity do! You know what's even cooler than that? Deathgasm toys. Oh, I did see those. Those are fucking amazing. Uh, yep, they made four of them. Uh, looks like they are oof, $66.60 a piece. Nope. 
$190 for a set of three and $240 for a set of four with $8 shipping. I will make my own out of sock ends. Yeah, right? If uh, if you have a fuckload of money to throw away, you can go to goodlegtoys.storeenvy.com. And uh, they're pretty cool. Like, there's uh, Brody and uh, What's-Her-Tush and the... <laughs> Uh, a couple of evil guys. So it's uh well, it's it's Zach, and then it's Zach possessed by the demon. Oh, that does say Zach. It's weird. That looks like a weird three, and then a couple R's. But that's metal writing. That's metal writing. Yeah. Yeah. I could read the death. That's metal writer. So yeah, there's those, which is kind of awesome. Uh, Fox pushed back the Predator movie, so now we're not going to get it until 2018. Oh man. Oh shucks. I mean. I don't know how I feel about that. It's like, oh, bummer, the Predator movie's pushed back, but at the same time, do we really want them rushing a Predator movie? No, Because we saw a couple of rushed Predator movies already, and they were kind of shitty. Are you talking Are you talking about... Are you talking about AVP? AVP, Predators, AVP2. No, I, I was about ready to have a serious conversation. There he goes, checking his phone again. Yep. Hey, man. Uh, kids. Hey. They know what time it is, George. <laughs> Podcast time. This is this is Daddy's time with his friends, <laughs> which very rarely happens when they're around. So yeah, because you have no friends. That too. Oh hey, uh, no, it's just the, the little side insult that George reminded me of something. Oh, so uh, as as I'm sure you both know, someone is writing who goes their podcast fanfic. Is are they? Oh, oh god! Wait, what? Yeah. Uh, uh, what, what? Very very perverse. What? Triple X rated Who Goes Their Podcast fanfic. Who's doing this? Somebody. <laughs> is it somebody we know? Yeah. Yes. Um, I know the name of it. What is it? Oh, God. The Gray, the Bald, and the Ugly. <laughs> the Gray, the Bald, and the Ugly? Wow, that's that's that really that's so really, now I'm the ugly obviously. That really, by, by process of elimination. Yeah, by process of <laughs> that's really uh that really cuts. Yeah. That does cut. Yeah. It's uh if you knew if you knew some of the stuff, I, I don't know that I could really get away with talking about it. Why well, I, I asked if we could if we could dock dicks. We're gonna I guess it's it's gonna happen. Uh apparently. Do we have a sample? No, not yet. But I know that apparently uh <laughs> I don't even want to go into it. Uh, it but yeah, it's, we can it's, talk about it during the break. It's it's, oof, it's something else. <laughs> is it a guy or a girl who's writing it? Girl. Okay, so I was about to say because I'm like Tony, and I'm, I'm <laughs> <laughs> how dare you put your fantasies to paper? <laughs> <laughs> you just stick with Dex. Oh yeah. Um, so we might have that for all you guys at some point. <laughs> I like how I like how Matt gets away with like the gray. No shit. I was just gonna say. I'm like, am I really the ugly one? Good and the bad and the ugly. It's it's. Uh... Yeah, Matt. Instead of instead of like the retard, the bald and the ugly. It's the gray. I mean, I know I'm no because fucking George sense. Clooney over here, but Jesus Christ, yeah, the, the gray, please. The gray, the gray, the bald. Something the t- something tells me he had some input in this. Well, no shit. If uh, by now, can you guess who the fuck is writing it? Oh. oh yeah, of course. Maybe it's referring to like his balls, like which is old. Gray <laughs> one, one's gray. It's the gray, the bald, and the ugly, and George and Chris. <laughs> uh, this motherfucker probably uh, would never go bald in no, his life. I'm that. I'm that fella over here with a hella good her. Yeah. So I get to be the gray, and I get to be the dominant one, and one of us really wants the other two's affection. See, this is uh, this is ridiculous. I mean, it's not even it's not even true to life at this point. No, this is no. But that's what fanfic is. No, but it you know it should at least have some semblance of you know. Uh, I'm gray. You're bald. Ing. <laughs> I'm I'm. Uh, I mean, I am getting pretty ugly. Maybe movie. it just refers to you having ugly hair. Maybe that's what it is. Hey, you leave my goddamn hair alone. <laughs> At least no. he's got it. Look, I know I have a, I have a face like a jar full of smashed asses, but it's <laughs> still. Yeah, thanks. Jar full for of that. smashed asses. It's a fucking gray. <laughs> fucking stupid. Just call me Gandalf because I'm the gray. Ugh. Fuck. I'm gonna call you fucking move, Samwise because you're an asshole. <laughs> move, hey, Samwise saved the on. day. He was technically the leader of that whole thing. <laughs> he was also a borderline retarded. That train. Fart. 
That train did not on. leave the station without Sam. May, may as well have called him like the tall. The tall. Fuck you. The tall. The tall within reason. Ooh, speaking of tall, somebody, uh, I think somebody's coming back tonight on, on Game of Thrones. Coming back. Yeah. Really? Yeah. The tall? I'm fucking excited. The hound, do you think? I wasn't gonna. I wasn't gonna put it out there, but yeah, dude, he's coming back like tonight. What? I'm just gonna. If you, if you, the books are caught up to the fucking to the show. Yeah. So this, this is this is this is all pure, speculation. This is purely speculation. However, in the books, you never see the hound die. Never. Just like in the show, you didn't see the in hound. the books, and you didn't see him die in the show. Does the book have pictures? No. But they did. Well, Matt's version, they do. Yeah. <laughs> so, Same person who wrote the fucking Who Goes There fucking yeah. so the fanfic. Hound, yeah, also the, one, the one where. <laughs> she, she, she made a, like a, a, a. The one where we all lick Matt's asshole. That's yeah. that one. And then and she your dick uh, looks like a candied apple. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So the same person who did that had to, had to draw out pictures for Matt of the Game of Thrones books because but it's too, all it's all too in, wordy. It's all in dicks because it's the only thing she can draw. <laughs> so I would love to see it. I would love to see a zombie mountain made out of dicks, like <laughs> just one big dick. Yeah, uh, a big purple bulging uh, bloodshot eyed uh, dick. Take that, Alia. <laughs> well then, <laughs> anyways, you guys can can read the books and put together your own theory. Then. But go ahead. So you never see the hound dead. Okay. And then there's a part later where Brian, Pod, and somebody else are in this little village, and there's a grave digger. And the grave digger has a limp, and he's a very tall guy. The hound's horse is in this town. Someone has the hound's helm, and they the grave digger walks by, stops, pets a dog, and keeps walking. Now, somebody, I think Brian, asks about the hound, and they say, the hound is dead. And they say, so Sander Clegane is dead. And they say Sander oh. Clegane is at rest. So they refer to the Hound being dead and Sander Clegane being at rest. So basically what happened is this traveling um, like priest found the Hound, nursed him back to health. The Hound no longer wants to kill anymore, but the Hound is still there. So this leads up to Clegane. You can fucking sit there and snore all you want, dude. But when the, when the mountain and the Hound fucking fight, shit gonna get cray. Really? You think it's you think the, the they, Dude, so they would he, spend time on it? He works like he's part of the church now. He doesn't want to kill anymore. And Cersei is doing trial by combat with Robert Strong, aka the Mountain, fucking as her champion. Now the faith is gonna need a champion. Who better than Sander Clegane? Think about it. Brother versus brother. Why else did would I they... just did I just get transported to a fucking coffee shop? Because like you, the way you two are sitting here, really? Yeah, man, they're gonna need a fucking champion, dude. Like I feel like I just got, like walked into Coffee Bean and Tea Leaf, and there's these two nerds, two bearded nerds. Hey, welcome to the show, passionate man. out yeah. Game uh, of Thrones. Um, it's happening. I don't know. It seems a, it seems a little far fetched, but I, I, I guess that, how? that how that could be the show. I mean, how uh, that's how, how far fetched. Fuck you. That's how. <laughs> um, yeah, we'll see. I don't know. You're, you're gonna be bummed when when I'm right. Well, I'm not. No, I, I, why would I be bummed? Because you're wrong. I'm, I didn't say you were wrong. I just think it's a little far-fetched. I don't think so. Somebody left for dead. Somebody finds them, nurses them back to health. Totally doable. Okay. Whatever. Just saying. Uh, Get ready. It's happening. It's all but been confirmed. Maybe not tonight, but this season. But by who? What? 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 The priest. The guy that's playing the priest. He's in this season. And he says that he is integral in bringing back a beloved character that people think is dead. The priest as in... The guy who says the hound is dead, Sander Clegane is at rest. But because he said that in the show? He said that in an interview about the show. He's he's never been in the show up until this season. He has not yet been in the who show. Who is he season. in the season? Uh, he's the priest. Which priest? Well, the, the, yeah, the... I don't know. He hasn't been shown yet. God damn it. I don't remember his name, but the guy that plays the priest did the interview. And they say in the books that the hound's horse like was super wild and only the, ho- or only the, the hound could tame him. And yet his horse is just hanging out in this town. All right, well, yeah, whatever, whatever. Uh, zombies, that's why we talked about it. So, um, Is that so, it? So are I'm we, like, hey, are you done babbling on about dogs and horses? Fuck no. Are we Are we done? Yeah. Are we ready for the movie talk? Yeah. Movie talk. Yeah. All right. Um, we're going to play a song momentarily. I don't know what it's going to be. This is, a, this is a weird one. I thought we were going to do Bat Lords. We could. I think or we, we should do Bat Lords. Or we could do something else. Let's do Bat Lords. Let's do Bat Lords. Okay. Battler's in your face. Yeah.
bad. Oh, oh, really? oh yeah, brother. Who's got a bottle opener? <laughs> Good luck. Eh, I'll just use the edge of your table. Please don't. I use your <laughs> stupid computer. I don't think you can open a fucking bottle with a computer. I'll figure out a way to do it. <laughs> okay. Why don't you tell your wife to write you some fan fiction about <laughs> <a> bottle opener? Because <laughs> that still wouldn't get the bottle open. He used his hard dick to open his bottle. Oh, the gray and his throbbing <laughs> member. Oh, my God. And then these other two fuckos. <laughs> the, the dick that sliced the world open. The, the dick that mounted the world. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's a Game of Thrones throwback right there. Oh, shit. Oh. All right, so we watched The Battery, Chris for the first time, Matt yep. and I for... Actually, I know for a fact, my second time. It's only your second time? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's my sixth, seventh. I haven't watched it really since we... Uh, since we did the show on since it? Since we started. And you know, oh. it's kind of appropriate, because this, uh, this is about our three-year mark, too. Yeah, it's, it's about there. So yeah, uh, written and directed by Jeremy Gardner, and it stars Jeremy Gardner and Adam Kronheim. Kronheim? 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 <laughs> Cronheim. Cronheim. And Cronut. one of the DPs, or the DP on the uh, movie is... See, that's what I thought too, but apparently it stands for Director of Photography. Yeah. Christian Stella. The hair. Oh. Oh. It all comes back. And what did he say? That motherfucker. <laughs> I don't even want to... You say it, man. I don't even... I, he said some. So when we did our first episode on the battery, he listened to it and kind of live tweeted along with it. Uh-huh. And he made a comment to the uh, to the effect of, "We'll see if it goes past five episodes or or something like that." I mean, it, it wasn't. It wasn't. He said ten episodes. Those words verbatim, and I I don't think it was meant to be in like a harmful manner. No, it definitely wasn't. He was I think joking. It was, I think it was more of like so many podcasts start and stop. Let's see if yours gets past ten. But or seriously, hopefully though. Yours. Fuck him. Yeah. So, but wait, yeah, because we're on the fuck Christian Stella bandwagon, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hey, Christian Stella. I know I wasn't a part of this podcast when you <laughs> fucking said that. And I'm not going to yell at you right now because I'm trying to keep my emotions at bay. <laughs> but listen to me, you little rat fuck. <laughs> How many episodes are we at now? 70. 70. 70 officially. 70? Yeah. Is that 65 fucking more than you thought we would reach, Christian Stella? <laughs> Over three days worth of nonstop, listen suitable to me. content. You, you listen, listen to me. Listen, listen to, to me. Say. When you wake up in the morning in your own fucking piss. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. No, what, 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 what? Come on. He does get to wake up next to that big boob zombie, though. That's, oh, is yeah, that that's, his? That's, that's his wife. Yeah, I, I, of course I made a comment about his wife's tits on the first episode. Didn't know it was his wife. Yeah. Listen to me, Christian Stella. <laughs> when you wake up next to your beautiful breasted wife. Zombie wife. Yeah. And you sit there and you have to jack off because she won't. He- no, I'm sorry. This is that's going too far. Going no, too far. I love that it's not your your large breasted beautiful wife. It's your beautiful breasted wife. <laughs> yeah, well, no, beautifully it's, 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 breasted. Seriously though, Christian's actually a really nice guy, and he 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 was he was yeah he was he was cool a good guy it. through our episode. Listen to me, Christian Stella. <laughs> By all accounts, you're a really fucking good dude. <laughs> But I don't like those things you said about the show. No, that wasn't no, 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 no. I think it's going to be an honor to meet you someday. Should that <laughs> opportunity ever arise? <laughs> Maybe we interview you. I don't know. And truth be told, I really fucking like Tex Montana. Maybe I'm going to take survive. you out for burritos, Christian Stella. Maybe I'll have... buy you a fucking beer, Christian Stella. I don't, I don't think they fucking have burritos know. in Connecticut. This movie came out in 2012. Sounds about right. That's crazy. Wait, that seems weird because we did it for our first episode th- like exactly three years ago. Oh, no, I'm sorry. It was released. Uh, it says 2012 on IMDb, but it says released June 4th, 2013. Okay. So that's more appropriate. So maybe it was like shot towards like the end of the year or something. Why yeah. don't we ask Christian Stella? Hey, Christian Stella. <laughs> when did this fucking movie Matter get of fact, I'm going to tweet both of them right now and see if we get a response. Oh, wait. New phone. Not logged into Twitter. So Never when mind. We, when, Hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, shit. I'm not logged in. When from... we did this, when we did our first episode, uh, we had, and still don't had any idea what we were doing with the show right. uh it, it, it was it was kind of gnarly and if you listen to it it's 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 a terrible episode well because because we we basically I, I, plotted out the whole movie yeah. like like scene by scene it was a it was i was a, gonna say i think that was more of me that did that but it was your it, it was literally notes it was oh my god dude it was it was extensive you like wrote a thesis yeah. about this movie 
Well, we you know we had that trouble in the very beginning when when we were when we had trouble figuring out what the fuck to talk about. We would literally go like, in the opening scene, uh, the actor. My first initial thought through the opening scene was, "What the fuck happened to Joseph Gordon-Levitt?" And I said that <laughs> I said that when I watched it this time too. Yeah. So. Did either of you go back and listen to the first episode? No, I, I don't no. want to touch it. I, <laughs> Although I will say this. You kept saying Joseph Gordon-Levitt. I saw a lot more Will Wheaton. Quill Wheaton? Really? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I... Except I will for say, that scene with the zombie chick, right? Because then he was Will Beaton. Am I right? Uh, <laughs> I'll give you one of these. Thank I you. will say this. So uh, the first time we watched it, I really dug it. Um, second time? Second time, I... I so I liked it more, but doing this for three years now, there was things that I now notice about it that kind of bug me. And we okay. can we can kind of get into those a little bit. Um, but no, still still love the film. A hundred percent. I uh I, I think I'm that's that's probably the best way to put it, actually. I still love the movie, but there was things where I was kinda like, eh, all right, you know, I was willing to forgive it. I don't know that I, I would rave about it the way that I did three years ago, but uh, I still think it's a fantastic film. And Chris, as your first time watching the film, refusing to watch it up until now, until we forced you to, we forced your hand, mm-hmm. what did you think? So here's the funny thing. The whole time that it was on at my house, I was not paying attention. Sounds about right. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, okay. Uh, it was literally exactly what I thought the movie was going to be. Um, from listening to you guys talk about it, to seeing like the trailer, to looking at the poster, and everything I've heard about it, it was uh, literally exactly what I thought it was going to be. Um, post-apocalyptic bromance. Well, it was. I knew it was going to be more talky than zombie. Like it wasn't really like uh, it. I almost don't think you can call it even a horror movie. It wasn't a horror movie at all. There was it's, very little that was horrific about it at all. See, and I I made the. The comment in the first episode that it was something along the lines of, of The Walking Dead, where it's more of a human drama in a post-apocalyptic setting. Yeah, I can't even call it... I can't, I, I, the Walking Dead is more of a horror show than this movie is a horror movie. Yeah, but not by much. Oh, no, by way Just more. from the, the sheer amount of zombies, sure. But no, like, like, this movie was literally a... a it's a, it's a... It's a character piece. It's 100% a character piece. Like, the, the zombies are... First of all, you're saying Walking Dead is not a character piece. It is, but there's actually some horrific moments in it. There's no horrific moments. Even when the zombies come, it's more like yeah, I I, I agree. Do you know what I mean? You. Like I, I think the human zombie scenes are a lot less. Uh, because oh. let's 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 spin it out. Like so, the the first time they see one, like he beats it with a bat. The well, second the time, time we see, see one, one on on film, like obviously they've seen them before. Well, that's right. what. We see. Uh, okay, okay, Matt. God, like the, the first time that we see them encounter a zombie. Do you want me to put my glasses on so I can push them up? No. I, uh, so yeah, he he beats it with a bat, but it's not horrific. It's actually more funny. And then the second the second time is that when he's like jerking off to the zombie. No way. Like the they've, seen, they've seen a few. Yeah, because remember he he ends up. Yeah, but they're, up, even they, they open a door and they're like, oh, it's it's never like, oh, it's like, oh, god damn it, this again. Like, well, and that's what I I figured it'd kind of be more like that. Yeah, I a, think that a, part that part right, fair enough, but it's I, not a oh, horror. I see movie. what you're saying. I see. Yeah, what you're yeah, saying. no, and yeah. I'm not saying so okay. So the, like, there uh, was no real sense of urgency and danger. No, 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 no. Like, oh, so full disclosure. I mean, I liked the movie. Okay. So I'm not bagging on it. What I'm saying is that in. Um, I think it's funny that the very first movie you guys ever did for the show is this one in particular because for all intents and purposes, all it's not a fucking horror movie. It, it really is. Like even at the um, – which by the way, I didn't really start to like it too much until the end when they got kind of got caught in the car. Okay. Um, and then even then, they're not like – Terrified that they're trapped by zombies, they're like, "Oh, it's hot in here. Oh man, we gotta, we're gonna run out well, of food it's, soon." It's, it's more like, "What the fuck are we gonna do?" No, like, exactly. But even then, that's what I'm saying is like that could have, that could be anything. It could be that there's a fucking like storm outside and they can't leave. It could be, it could literally be anything. So the, the horror factor in this movie is like at a point zero two. It's under, so yeah, much and, not and, a horror. And movie. I and yeah. I understand that. Yeah, I, the the relationship between Mickey and Ben for me is the film 
Right. And obviously, that's the whole point. Like, I'm not saying anything revolutionary by, by, by saying that. Which watching it now after three years is, is kind of fucking infuriating because you realize just how fucking worthless Ben is or Mickey, Mickey. is the whole well, and you said, you know, and you I want to touch, so- touch on that in a minute, but go ahead. George, you said sorry. something interesting, I think, the first time we ever watched it. I said it. something interesting? Yeah. Oh. Uh, I don't know if it was during the show or it was post, post-discussion, like when, when we had wrapped up. But you were you were talking about how Mickey kept giving giving sorry, Ben kept giving Mickey like menial tasks to do. Oh yeah. So that so that he would feel like important and included. Like oh, why don't you just go start a fire or blah 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 blah. And when when Ben is trying to actually show Mickey like a life skill, and Ben you know and Mickey's like oh you know what is we got fish we got fish we got fish and Ben's like eh, fuck you then like. Don't learn. Well, see, and now I'm thinking that those menial tasks were less of like having him feel included and more of like, dude, just go away. Get just out go of here. do something because so, you're fucking useless. Yeah. And, and so here's the thing, too. So the, the whole movie, and we, because we talked about it pretty much all through the whole thing of, you know, oh, fucking Mickey's so useless. What I got more out of it was it's not that he was useless, it's not that he couldn't do these things. He has not let go of the old world yet. And so he, if he starts fishing, if he starts building fires, if he starts he's giving up, he's he's given up, and he's now not there anymore. So that's why he keeps listening to the headphones because the headphones tie him to the old world. The panties that he stole from his girlfriend's house tie him to the old world. And he says, "Let's stay here. I want to stay in a house. I want a roof over my head." Right. He is still stuck. He doesn't want to. He doesn't want to admit that we're fucked. So. I wasn't as annoyed by it because I didn't see somebody who was useless. I saw somebody who was having a really hard time accepting the fact that they're they that this is the reality now. Um, it's post-apocalyptic. That it's post-apocalyptic. That I don't have this life anymore. That we. That's why he can't let the when when they start getting those transmissions over the walkie-talkies. He can't let it. That's go. why he can't let it yeah. go because he's like, holy shit! It can't just be. It, it won't just be us two anymore. It'll be like a just semblance driving and walking. Yeah, it'll be yeah. a semblance of some kind of life, which, and that's why he can't do it. And which. If you look at it in that respect, it's really understandable why he's doing it. It's fucking annoying, but See, it's a lot more understandable. It, it's interesting when you think about it that way, too, because the whole time I kept thinking about how Mickey just kept losing himself in the headphones. Yeah, yeah. Like he didn't want to be in reality. No. And then towards the end, Ben slowly starts using the headphones and then he winds up having the headphones at the end. And I kind of. When I did the interview with Jeremy Gardner when we first started this show, like, I kept having all of these these things where I was like, "Oh, well, I took this from this," and he's like, "Dude, you put way more thought into this than I did." And like, so I think well, I'm kind of doing that what's, again. Because- what's funny is I did the same thing this time. I I, I overanalyze scenes, and, and I'll, I'll chat with you guys about it. It's, it's kind of interesting. I feel like. By by Ben starting to use the headphones more, that Ben was slowly starting to to adapt into his own world again. He was slowly starting to find escape from this shitty world that they've been forced to live into. Like Mickey never went into that world. And when he finally did, like when he finally took the headphones off and went out to get the keys, he fucking died as a result of it. Right. And then Ben gets the headphones and starts listening to him more. You know, he has that scene where he's drinking and dancing. And then at the end he escapes the van, puts the headphones on and, and leaves. You know, one of the things that, one of the things now that I now watching it a second time that I don't, that I don't quite fathom is why Ben was so adamant against staying in a house. Be- because uh, they, they, they make mention about where they were stuck for three months in the house. And they, he, he said he felt trapped like that, that at any time if like, cause think about it like this, if you're, if you're constantly moving, you're constantly moving, you don't have your back against a wall because you have, you always have somewhere to go. Whereas if you're in a house if zombies are at the front and the back, where the fuck are you going to go? Yeah. And well, they make mention of that where, like, they were stuck for three months or th- something like that. I mean, that's the sort of thing – that's the sort of thing that, you know, when obviously as as uh, horror fans, I guess. Ugh, I even hate to say it. But, you know, like, we all have our stupid, like, zombie apocalypse plan or whatever. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, you know, to me, it seems uh, I wouldn't be traveling. I don't think. I, I would be fortifying. I can, I, I can find – Pros and cons for yeah, both. I agree. I agree with that 100. I I definitely do see myself more. My personality. I probably would be a little bit more on the Ben side. Um, I definitely would right. probably Just moving. Mo- well, moving and uh, because here's the, here's the problem with staying somewhere. You are going to run out of resources. Um, there's only so much that you're going to be able to do with that. Um, and then eventually people are going to be able to find you. So here's the other thing too. And this is where I, I, I again, I see why Mickey was doing what he was doing, but I relate more to Ben because here's the other problem. If you stay. And I think this was his kind of thing too. If you stay in a house, 
you're also getting comfortable, you're getting lazy, you're getting you're 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 letting your guard down. Whereas if you're constantly moving, you are always aware, you're a little bit more spry. Like you you have to, you know, putting yourself on the elements, you have to be constantly on the lookout. So if you're doing that, you're you're essentially kind of like building up that that survival technique. Whereas if you're in a house, you're just domesticated. You're staying there. You're, you know, you're, you're sacrificing security for comfortability. Right, right, right. And 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 I do, I, I do. Agree I, with I that. don't know about that. We'll see. Like uh, uh, an example that that I think of is the the game The Forest that I play. You know, where you have to basically survive on on this deserted island with all these cannibals. You can you can easily make. A camp and just build that camp up and fortify it. But the longer you're in that one camp, bigger and bigger monsters start coming around because right. you're always there. Right. So like I have my main base, but then I have little camps spread all around the all around the island. Where if I got to fucking run, it's like okay, I have a little house set up over here, and I know there's food nearby. Like so, you just keep moving. Even if you have well, I like guess, ten I guess, locations, I, I guess in that in that sense, uh, um, a moving in in that sense is okay to, to me aimless moving is where i have i right. have heartburn but with i i, I was gonna it, say too i think maybe to to go back and and edit what i said a little bit i think i'd probably be a little bit more like 90 percent ben and like 10 percent mickey because i would be traveling but i would be traveling to find something to see if there was anything out there because i wouldn't i definitely wouldn't want to stay and be like okay well everyone's dead I'd want to like at least travel around and kind of be like well is there anything more i would just start spray painting on billboards alive in tucson <laughs> nice. Yeah, I would. I, I, I guess. I guess uh, an amalgamation of both plans would be yeah. good. I think that having a route that you move, but have home base that you can fortify. I mean, I'm down with I that. Think. Yeah, I mean, for sure. I, I don't think either. Obviously, neither one of them was 100 percent correct, and which makes some great characters. I do. I will say, especially Ben's Ben's character. I liked him a lot. Yeah, I really, really liked his character. Well, he was he was very here and now, and, and mm-hmm. Mickey well, was almost a romantic in the sense that he was like, "What could be? What could have been?" And Ben's like, "Tough shit. This is where we are now. Yeah, like, make the most." And of again, it. that's why I relate to him because I know, like, like with my wife, my wife's very my wife, my wife, my wife, oh, my wife is very, uh, she's very kind of head in the cloudsy. Like she like she's a dreamer, which I really respect. But I'm I'm always the guy who's like. Yeah, that's fantastic, but that's probably not going to happen. So, like, let's talk about what's actually going to. You're happen. a dream killer. I'm not a dream killer. I would say head in the clouds, feet on the ground kind of guy. Uh, you must well, be very it's, tall. It's, it's funny that we all kind of relate to. No, ben. I'm ugly. Uh, <laughs> you could be tall and <laughs> ugly. Tall, the tall and the ugly. Ugly. Uh, you know, it's it's funny that we all relate to Ben. I think that we all relate to Ben, anyways. But isn't it interesting how of the two characters? The director, Mickey's the pitcher, the writer, and the, and the director wrote his character to be the most likable. It's right. really funny. It's it, well, I don't know how funny it is, but you know, it's it's almost like it's almost maybe that, he just wrote the sniveling bitch character around Adam Cronheim, Cronheim, Cronenberg, Cron, No, because Christian, Cronut? Christian, Cronut? Christian Stella said that Adam's a really like a really cool guy. He's really nice and everything. But I that. even in the fucking the trailer for um, what's the second movie they did? Tex Montana. Yeah, Tex Montana. Uh, remember Tex when Montana. when remember when uh, uh uh he was talking to the camera and they had uh Adam Cronut behind trying to do the the tent and then he couldn't do it. And then he's like, "Here, you go talk. I'll do this." And he like sets it up in like fucking ten minutes. Like, oh, I didn't see that one. Well, Adam, uh, I don't think Adam was in Tex Montana at all. I think Jeremy Gardner basically wrote himself into the movie. I agree. And he's a likable guy. Like if you listen to him in interviews and and the way he talks, is it's. I mean, it's basically Ben. Yeah. yeah. Which is not a fault. I mean, it's it's now on second viewing. I like Ben even more as a yeah, character. Yeah. Um, you all right there, PJ? You, you, you comfortable? Mm. Are we are we disturbing you? Well, look, because I mean, even like when we go camping, there's we we definitely have our <laughs> our Bens and our ad, you know, like uh, our Mickey's. Like, there's people who they're like, oh, you guys getting the fire set up? All right, that's cool, and they'll just kind of sit there and chill. And then there's Goddamn like marshmallow roasters, I call them. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's the people who are like, okay, like we, you know, the wind's picking up, we got to fortify things, you know, kind of like start doing that shit. So now I'm the one that shows up, and I'm like, where's the booze? <laughs> yeah, you would be a Mickey. Yeah. So <laughs> total Mickey. That's, I drink Mickey's. Mickey's forties. Mm. Yuck. Anyways, um, but yeah, that's kind of where I ended up on it. I I liked it a lot. On on on, fresh eyes, Matt. You mentioned that there were things that you didn't like so much. 
I mostly I didn't like how Ben kept Mickey around. Like Mickey keeps making reference to we barely knew each other, you know, like he was a backup catcher and I was a bullpen guy. Like, so they hardly ever worked together. They didn't really know each other. They had different circles of friends. Why would you keep fucking dead waiter? Okay, I, I understand the idea of not wanting to be lonely nope, or yeah, that wasn't somebody it. or something. Nope. But it's like, he's carrying him around. Like, Mickey doesn't do a goddamn thing. He says ben. it, though. He says it. He what? he says, he goes, he goes, why the fuck? Because, like, Mickey even says something along the lines of, like, why the fuck do you even care if I'm here or not? And he goes, he goes, because we're a fucking battery. We're a team. He's like, we're supposed to have each other's backs. And that's how it was in baseball. And so that's what, like, that's what he knows. Like, Ben seems like one of those guys who's, like, hardwired for, like, uh, companionship. Like, well, not only that, but it's like, he, he, again, back to him being a realist in this, in this world, you will never make it alone. So since he's got Mickey, he's like, well, this is the best I have, but we're only going to make this if we're a team. And he's, well, he's like hardwired into that fucking team thing where he's like, we're a battery. We're supposed to be a fucking team. Like, you know, but you're just not pulling your fucking weight. Well, and I think too, I think Ben, Ben as a, as a, as a person, I think he, in fact, he's much like Matt Smith in this <laughs> sense where he's I, got great hair. <laughs> that too. Not, not such, not such a great beard, but you know, great hair. <laughs> um, I think that Ben needs somebody to, 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 to bounce off of. If right. he doesn't have that, then, you know, he's, he's, <clears throat> not to say he's useless, but I think that a lot of his sanity stems from the fact that he has somebody to kind of fuck with. Well, not only oh, that, yeah. but he, if I'm if I'm home by myself and I'm bored, it's it's the worst thing ever because I'm just well, he, sitting there just he, 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 even so, he, even so much as them playing catch together. Like you know, Ben's like, come on, let's 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 do catch, let's play catch. And at first, Mickey's like, oh, play catch. Yeah, he's like, why should we even? Why should bother? And I, that's why I love Ben too, because again, he's like, he's a realist, but he's also like, he because he says it. He goes, he goes, well, why should we even play catch? And he goes, because ba- we love baseball. Remember, yeah. we love baseball. This is what we do. Yeah. Actually, what else would we be doing I, unless something that we? I kind of see your point about. Ben being like me, because as soon as Mickey agrees to play catch with like, him, yeah. the first thing Ben does is starts talking shit on his pitches. Like, oh, you're one pitch bitch. That's a very, that is and, a very, and Matt, a Smith. very Matt Smith you're, thing. As soon you're, as he gets a friend, he tries to fucking, shit. yep. I'm going to point out your foibles. Yeah. No, and, 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 and not to say that, not to say that that's necessarily like a terrible thing because, you know, I think we're all kind of guilty of it at some point. Yeah, yeah. Or we all bust balls. Um, I know, I, one of the things, one of the things that 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 I see, and this is this is this is tough because the budget on this thing was so minuscule that you right. almost can't you almost can't fault it for the technical faults, I guess. Right. To me, one of the one of the biggest downfalls of these indie films is the sound design. Mm. I, I, Again, with this fucking it's always, sound design. Dude, it's always that. It, for whatever <laughs> That's reason. That's his little nerd. He's mm-hmm. got to beat it every now and again. For, what, for whatever reason, every time I hear like bad sound effects or bad. Uh, there was some bad ADR, especially bad, during like, like the. Like uh, bad ADR. The, takes, we've got this fish. We've got the. Yeah, there was yeah, bad like, ADR there. When, when there's bad ADR, it, it, really takes me out of, it really takes me out of the film. So not to say that it was terrible, but there's definitely instances where I'm like, oh, man, that that's distracting yeah but for six thousand dollars i know and that's the thing like i can't i can't harp on it too much because (laughs) for what they what they had it was it's incredible dude for six thousand dollars which because like if i think about any like if the three of us wanted to make a movie six thousand dollars is easily attainable yeah very easily attainable if we wanted to do it but would we be able to stretch it and make nope. it look as good as they did nope. and write as solid as a story and like See, make it as cohesive as they did? There's and no way. And that's the thing is I, I think because as far as I know, the only other movie Jeremy Gardner's done was was Tex Montana, right? Yeah, I think so. So that was another low budget movie. And while it wasn't as strong as uh, as The Battery, it still had some really great points to it. But I feel like Jeremy Gardner could write a great movie. And were he given... The budget to kind of just explore what he Stretch wants his to legs do. a little bit. Like yeah. I, fuck, I, I think we'd. I agree. All be he's intrigued. he's he's got uh, Jeremy Gardner has a very fine point on comedic timing. Yeah, 
he's incredible as far as comedic timing goes. And, and, and hell, even like terrible human situations, he's good at writing them. Like yeah. He's good at writing them and he's good at directing them. And hell, even good at acting them, dude. I, I think that his, his, his acting is pretty... Oh god, the he's writing the writing great. was the strength in this movie though. And his acting made made Adam's acting just look god awful. Oh yeah. Adam was yeah. like it's Adam like, was very over the top with everything. It feels like one of those fuck, all right, dude. Yes, I wrote a movie. Yes, we've been friends for 20 years. Yes, I'll put you in my fucking movie. You know, like he was just bothering him. Like that's kind of what it felt like to me cuz it's like but you I know guess all these people. I, but I guess it kind of works, though, doesn't it? It does. It's, because it's what that's, got us on Dread Central. Well, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, like it, it works in the film too, because Mickey's kind of insufferable in in a certain context, right? Right. And so his overacting and his vitriol kind of it, see. It, 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 it helps. But then we fall into the exact same thing that we fell into with the forest, where Natalie Dormer as a background character is fine. But when she has to hold the whole movie together and steer the ship, she can't do it. it falls apart. So with with there being really only two people in this whole movie, they need to prop the movie up on their acting skills. And I feel like like Jeremy Gardner did at, at least at least a good enough yeah. job to hold up his end. I of thought the movie. he did a great fucking. Job. And I thought that that Adam just didn't didn't do his part unless somebody was off screen being like. More of a douchebag. Yeah. No, no, no. More, more, more sniveling, less convincing. See what what I wonder. What I wonder is two things: is you know Ben is Ben is a very likable character, but at the same time he's kind of an asshole. Like uh, yeah. now, was Mickey written as a character who who was a people were opposite? supposed to identify with more than Ben? There's no fucking way. I can't. Yeah, I can't imagine that. So then why? Why make him so unlikable? That's really the question, right? See, I don't then, know. They, I think <laughs> then we fall into the is the character unlikable or is Adam unlikable? Because I was going to say I don't think I don't <laughs> I think that, that there was man. something I don't think there was anything inherently unlikable about Mickey's character. Like, there's nothing wrong necessarily with what he was doing. Like, again, if you if you take it for this is just a guy who never fully let go of the world that slipped through his fingers. Um, I can't hate Goddamn that. Goddamn panty sniffer. Well, yeah, okay. But like, you know what I'm saying? It's like like I can't I can't fault him for that. I there's a ton of people no, who wouldn't we were be able talking, to No, we were talking about that. We're like, dude, what guy in in a zombie apocalypse found a fucking bottle of perfume, a picture and a pair of panties and wouldn't take those home to yeah, fucking no, shit. Yeah, off that that them? moment, that moment in particular is 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 it's very grounding because, you know, for as much as we want to be like oh, this fucking asshole, like he's, you know, he's he's stealing a dead girl's panties. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, dude, at some I'm point, taking those panties. I'm taking them panties. Yeah. I'm but I that. wouldn't be listening to fucking Sarah McLaughlin while yeah. I'm doing it. No, I would oh, be listening no, like the Vandals. No. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know that he was necessarily listening to Sarah McLaughlin. No, but like, that's what I mean. It was like but, that, like heart string pulling, yeah, yeah. like whiny. But it was, it was something that, you know, it was something that had been created. And so that's why he took it. Why, why he took that mix. CD. Oh, it's kind of why I like CD. He was listening to terrible music. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of even funny too because when he has the headphones on and, and Ben tells him like he's like those things are gonna get you fucking killed, man. It's funny too because in a lot of ways those technically headpho- Ben got him killed. Well, no. What I'm saying is technically like God damn it, and you have me sing technically. Th- those <laughs> headphones were were kind of like uh like metaphoric for the world he left behind the 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 dream world he was living in. And he was saying, like, that is going to get you... Like, li- what he was saying at that moment was living in the past and not accepting your present is going to get you killed. Right. Which, in a lot of ways, it kind of did. Yeah. Like, he, you know, he he didn't... Because he didn't learn the tricks that Ben was trying to teach him. He I'm going to disagree with you. Okay. Because I feel <laughs> like living in the present is ultimately what got him killed. Because... He went out to go get the keys. He finally realized we're in this fuck situation. You got shot in the leg because of me. The only way out of here is if I got I go get the keys that got thrown over there because of my fuck up. If he had spent more time listening to Ben and being able to actually combat the zombies himself, A, it would have never happened. He, the reason they got stuck was because he was living in the past because he couldn't let the fucking walkie-talkie thing go. Right. Um also, B, he if he would have spent just a little bit more time being trying to to kind of beef up his survival skills, he would have had a better chance getting the keys 
And, you know, I, I, I don't know. I just disagree. If, if Like everything leading up to that, it, like it's almost like the just because you have a, a good intention at the very last minute, it's not always going to mean that that's uh, it's not going to um, what's the word I'm looking for? Gel? No, it doesn't justify everything else you did. You know what I mean? Like, it's not always going to do that. Like, it, it's almost kind of like too little, too late. You you fucking decided to be present way too late. Well, and, it, and it was in too a situation too- in a situation that you fucking got you both in. When it, and it absolutely was too little, too late. And it was the first time that we see through the entire second time, with the exception of the zombie in the bedroom. It was the only the second time throughout the entire movie that we see Mickey actually live in the moment and realize what's happening. You know, when Ben goes and pulls that huge dick move of throwing the zombie in the bedroom while while Mickey's sleeping, he you can hear him screaming on the yeah. other side of the door because he doesn't want to kill the guy, you know? And then he finally realizes, yeah. like, fuck, I'm in the shit. Like, I, it's him or me. And but, he kills the guy. Yeah. If you Which is one of the, the, the best... I mean, I wish we would have seen the guy get killed, but, yeah. like, seeing him, like, just in his underwear, just fucking covered in blood and blood all over the, the entire room, it's but, like, wow, you, you really fucking went to town on this It's a messy guy. kill. If he was able to grasp that a lot sooner, <laughs> then instead of being all like, oh, I guess I'm going to get out of the car and try and go find the keys, yeah. he'd have been like, oh, hell no. Yeah. Like, and just, like, come out fucking bat swinging. Those zombies did not move fast. And Those were Romero zombies yeah, and not Snyder zombies. Why would you zombies. not do that? Why would you not climb through the sunroof and just start cracking domes yeah. with hey, that bat? we're going to open this up. I'm jumping out. Close it behind me. I'm going to fucking knock yeah. all these fuckers out. You get my back with a gun. If one gets too close and, and tries to get me, shoot him. Otherwise, Well, they I'm did not have that these. many bullets. They only had a revolver. That's true. Yeah. It's not, you're not going to be but able to do that. But they had an endless supply of cigarettes. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that's for sure. The cigarette budget was probably like $3,000 yeah. in and of itself. But that's my point is it's like, you know, and also of all those places, you also like, God damn it. You, you found a garage and you took all these things like a gas can, all that shit. No, no, uh, no, no, no chainsaw. No, no, because they needed room for that giant teddy bear. Yeah. They yeah, needed it. That's, that, well, yeah. One of, the, one of the things I wanted to talk about, uh, on this viewing in particular was I dug it the first time, but now thinking about it again, I love the world building that they were able to manage (coughs) with so little, with such little space in that movie. Because when, when they start building the idea of a fortified community outside of, you know, the, the battery as it were, I love that shit yeah, because yeah. there's there you you know you're thinking about like who's who's there why the fuck it's 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 so like why don't they want to talk about it why one for you know? so much of the movie you're like these are the only two survivors I mean to an extent to right because you're like well this is all we know they haven't made mention of seeing anyone they haven't made mention the only mention of other people is uh, you know like seeing someone eat Mickey's dad and and kill Mickey's mom and stuff like that when you know when they're at the hotel and then he brings the ones out on the hood yeah yeah, yeah. i had to kill the fucking dog we ate yeah. the dog i had to kill the dog see i wish i had a fucking a, a thing about that like and i wish i could remember it it had something to do with when they were in the car and they were saving all like the chicken water and all that other shit and i I can't remember it, but I was like, oh, but you ate the fucking dog. You know, like, I I, I can't think of what it was now, but it was something that kind of bugged me. At Mickey the time. probably didn't. No. Mickey, Mickey probably, Mickey probably yeah. cried in the corner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was yeah. such a cute puppy. Then ben, and Ben was like, Ben was like batting over fucking like bones to him. He was like, here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. You know what it was? It was, it was, I think it was like a Tex Montana throwback where I was like, if there was another little dog curled up right here next to the skeleton of his little dead dog brother, baby bear bones. I, I, I would beat that little doggy to death with his, with his baby brother's bones. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I, I guess we can sort of we can sort of sort of wrap up a little bit. I, I, I know we we really didn't talk about much of the film, um, but I don't know, dude. I I I I I think it it for me it got better. Yeah, personally, three I, three years later and after six viewings, it still holds up. It aged really well for me. I I I, I continue to be impressed. And now we're going to have more references to the battery in the next episodes coming up. Yep. Because yeah. I, I think it's... Because Chris gets them now. Yeah. <laughs> and I can make them. I think it's just really, it's just really fascinating. You know, you, you, you have these overbloated films with these gigantic budgets that, that can't do a tenth of the, of the character building. 
and the world building and and uh, uh, of this film. I yeah. mean, this film is is it's goddamn downright it's incredible, beautifully crafted. It's yeah. incredible what they. I mean, I, I, it's it's a good film, fantastic right? movie, not but a horror it is, movie, yeah. but it is incredible what they did. With A, the budget, and B, with two fucking boneheads traveling through, uh, you know, trying to survive. Like, what yeah. the fuck? Like, it's, it was, it's really well done. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I totally agree. So, yeah. Fuck, thumbs that's, up again, man. Thumbs that's, up. That's the battery. I, 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 I almost, like, I, I, it's one of those things where the, the faults of it, now that I'm thinking about it, was, were, were so fucking kind of bullshit that I was trying to come up with. Well, I feel like that's, that's exactly it. We were trying to come up with, with them. We were trying to be nitpicky because we're like, well, we can't just come in and just circle jerk this movie again. Like, there has to be something we're missing. And watching it again, I'm like, no, it's, it's, it's still a fucking great movie. And everything that I, I had an issue with is something incredibly nitpicky or yeah. minuscule. I, I, I did want to bring two things up. I, have, have either of you read any Cormac McCarthy? Yeah. What does he do? The Road. The Road. He I've did read the uh, road. No Country for Old Men. I Am Legend. I've seen that movie. All the Pretty Horses. Okay, so you've read The Road? Yeah. The Apple Orchard scene. Yeah. I, I wonder if that was lifted, not necessarily lifted, but if that was inspired by... Dude, so in... I, I have to piss. I've been waiting. In, yeah, go ahead. In my interview with him, he he said that he took a lot of uh, of um, influence from oh, what was it? It wasn't like the asses or the angels. I forgot what book it was, but it was not the road. It was something that I read about like a a. F- Wait no, now I'm thinking of Death of Bunny Monroe. Oh, this that's is good. A, this is good. This is good. I think it was. Right I, I think it was the asses are the angels. I think. Well. What, what I was, what I was kind of, I, I think that a lot of influence was taken from Cormac McCarthy. I think in certain scenes because the the apple orchard scene in in particular, in the road was sort of a triumphant moment in the road. And, and now it's, it's not. Well, it is kind of, it is kind of in, and also the battery too, because it's when they're they sort of try try to rebuild their friendship again after you know like the you know Ben tosses the fucking zombie in his room. I, I think it's a very, it's a very. It's a very neat scene. Oh, okay. You mean you mean when they're actually in the apple orchard playing around? Yeah. Not, not quote the orchard. Yeah. No. 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 Yeah. The like the playing around in the orchard <laughs> is is I think very reminiscent. Of, that looked like a lot of fucking fun. It did, too, dude. You know? it I was did. like, man, I really want to play baseball with some apples. Like, <laughs> that looks like a lot of fun. I played baseball with a folding chair and a watermelon. That's that pretty was, good. That was really good. So look, Matt. Uh, Chris is gone, so we can talk shit. No, I'm just kidding. But <laughs> we'll just end the episode without him. <laughs> no, I what what I kind of wanted to what I kind of wanted to get to was I think that it's interesting where we are now in 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 our show that we've been doing. We can kind of wrap up the movie talk right about here. It's interesting where where we've gotten to. We were really bad in the beginning, dude. <laughs> Yeah, I mean that's that's implying that that we're great now. No, I, mean, I don't. I guess I guess the downloads and the shirt sales kind of <laughs> kind of attest to that. And I feel like pound for pound, when put up against that other show, the other show, we're, we're fucking fantastic. No, and and what I what I was what I was kind of getting to here was that I think that um, I wanted to sort of wrap up a little bit. Um, we we've hit seventy episodes, and we have been trying to grow the show as far as like uh, content wise and what we talk about during the show. And I think a lot of a lot of what we've done and a lot of a lot of how we've improved has been our audience. Uh, we've taken a lot of suggestions from people because, dude, in the beginning our show was just like kind of fucking boring. Yeah. Um. So. I don't know, man. I just feel like, you know, if if y'all have suggestions for things that we are, A, doing incorrectly or B, doing awesome, um, let us know, man, because we can't in- improve the show without that sort of feedback. Yeah. Not that we'll always listen. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you know, like we, we make this show because we want to, but yeah. ultimately, if you guys don't listen, what, what reason do we have to make the show? So Well... Uh, 
No, I, you know, obviously we're still going to do it and whether we hit record, <laughs> whether you like it or not, whether we hit record or we don't, we're still going to drink beers and yeah. talk about horror movies. And These are conversations it. you and I were having fucking 10, yeah. 11, 12 years ago. We're still going to be fucking idiots, you know, but if you guys are going to listen to us be idiots, like at least, uh, give us insight on the kind of idiots you would like us to be, <laughs> whether or not we actually do it. Because otherwise I think George and I are just going to do our sci-fi podcast. Yeah. We'll, we'll switch over to sci-fi. <laughs> and if you guys have fanfic or you uh or or you write songs like the fucking bat lords did about us or anything else man send it our way like we we want to help bring up the horror community and the horror fans with us so if you've got anything that you want us to to know about send it our way man and we'd love to take a look or listen or uh whatever especially songs man if you guys got songs send them to us because i mean who knows like we you know i can only find so many different songs to play during the breaks if you send us something and we like it we'll play it yes awaiting the apocalypse we will get you guys on soon soon all right well uh i think we should wrap up episode 70 right about there um here's to another 70 i guess yeah the our pace will take another three years but (laughs) hopefully not weekly now you know, but it, it all Ish. it all boils down to something that we knew from the beginning and that, that other people are just figuring out now. And that's in a land full of crap, we're the shit. <laughs> so that's why we got that DC internet money. So. Oh god. Is that is that is when when do we get the check? Is it on its way? In the, in the John, 140th episode. It's in, it's in yeah. the mail. 140th episode for our, for our, for our five-year birthday. Yeah. All right. Well, this Actually, is... at this rate, we'll hit 100 within the next year. Yeah, we will. Well, we'll hit it, dude. Don't, don't, don't worry. Don't worry. We're going to beat those fuckers. <laughs> yep. We're coming. All right. Well, this is Jorge signing out for episode 70 of the Who Goes There podcast. Matthew, anything else to say? I might need alcohol counseling. <laughs> Chris? Uh... Okay, well, <laughs> guys, once again, I hate your guts. Good night. Well, they can take.